sex robots. Sex yeah. cells. I mean, wouldn't you buy one? I don't well, know. have you ever watched Vice TV? They had a whole segment on sex robots. And I was like, you know what? Eventually, those are going to be a thing. It might be. And let's I don't find out in today's episode of Everything But The Kitchen Sink. Welcome back, everyone. Today, I'm hosting myself, Nolan, and we have the familiar crew, Brian. What up? Tate. Oh, yeah. And G-Money. Yeah, I'm here. Now, that intro might have seemed a little weird. That's fair. But considering what we're talking about, it's less weird. Today, we're talking about the future of mankind. Where are we headed? Why are we going that way? Or, you know, just anything along those lines. Kind of a fun topic and a little out there. So let's get started. Let's bring it back. Um, sex robots. That's what kind of <laughs> we were talking about Man, beforehand. we're coming out of the gates. I want to come in hot. No pun intended. The, I mean, the sexy robots. Go, Jimmy. So here's my thing about sex robots. Is, uh, <laughs> Go for it. I think it's going to be a thing because why? I mean, internet porn's become a big thing. But sex toys are becoming a bigger thing. A big so, thing. so at a There's point where you can have a robot that seems like a person, why wouldn't you do that? Now, this is happening, in my opinion, because this is actually kind of a huge movement happening in Japan, I believe. Um, why I think that this is such a big thing right now is as we progress as a species forward, it seems to me that we humans are preferring isolation rather than and i don't even know if prefer is the right word but humans are continuing down a path of isolation I, uh instead of community times. i think that technology enables us to explore our imagination in a way that i'm talking about the sex robots i guess yeah <laughs> in, a, in a way that you know there's no consequence there's no rules to well, it and you, you have a lot of like power with technology and people you're in charge that. and that's sure, true with it sure. and with a sex robot think about it you don't have to go meet someone you have someone who you have something that appears like a person yeah so. but it's a mad you do can you do whatever think, you want and but do your weird stuff is that is that, that a robot? healthy future for us i don't because it may not my be. honest opinion it's not because to me a lot of human ingenuity comes from from socializing uh creating ideas together let's look at the consequences of that self-isolation and having the sex robot i mean arguably you could have some population decline well uh, that, and that and then, is again yeah. happening in japan they have a severe population so, decline and then so happening. as simple as i can put it just you know in very layman's terms uh there's less people that's less people buying stuff that's putting a halt to the economy which is bad for the market <laughs> which is which is bad for what we have right now i would argue with the economy that we're living in so are it you arguing change. that that might actually be a good thing uh, overall because if there's less people i guess f for the layman's terms uh, less people less problems <laughs> it's, it's not so much that i'm arguing it i'm just saying that that will be prevalent that might change things for sure is but all i'm saying in your guys's opinions is is that a sad fate awaiting us or is that maybe is that maybe the most unique fate awaiting us because you're essentially creating your own reality right because you're you're customizing what you want now in just so you guys know to me it's kind of a sad fate if that's the path we're headed down i see it as going both ways because it I think it's good that you could create your own reality. You could do whatever you want. And I think that's what people want. But then again, you're losing actual physical. To sharpen. Like, to you're sharpen losing the... your community, as we've talked about before with this. But, I mean, it has its plus and si downsides. It but as more as robotics become more like us, I think we're going to start seeing a shift towards this artificial world so replacing Whoa, a human scary yeah like so replacing a human connection with a robot i think that's just one symptom of what we're actually doing here which is essentially replacing ourselves with technology and i and we talked about kind of earlier today we talked about severing that connection to nature really altering our path and it kind of seems like that's kind of what we're doing we're we're we want to alter our reality have control over our appearance our entire situation so in order to do that, we have to get rid why, of bodies. Why are we so afraid of nature that we're trying to sever ourselves from it? Is it I, because of death? I, I think it's death. Yeah, that's a huge part of it. Fear of death. If we conquer death and we conquer nature and evolution the, in that way, then we don't have anything to fear. The only reason that I'm asking this is because 
the more the more we uh, progress down the route of technology, the further and further we're separating our separating ourselves from nature. I mean, it's just true, right? Uh, but I wonder, I wonder if that's our destiny or if that's like if it's our destiny to separate from nature to become something artificial or if we're driven solely by fear. I think this might be our next evolutionary step. We're getting to a point where we're creating a nature of its own. And that could be robotics. Think about it. We're creating something that's maybe might replace us. Isn't that the fantasy of human beings, though, with all the writings and mythologies of the past of having gods come down and well, us to be fair, our, and at this point, we are trying to become gods. That's and, what I'm saying, and I don't yeah. mean that is because, like, to a lot of people, they're going to take that as, oh, that's philosophical and blah blah blah. But it, it is real. We are experimenting and cloning. We mapped our own genome, and if you weren't doing that to create, if you don't believe that we weren't mapping our own genome to create and edit. Well, that's just incorrect. That's what they were doing it for. So we are trying to become gods of our own reality. And maybe that is the driving that probably to me is the driving factor to this. But my question is, why? Why would we do that? Think of our purpose was to create. And now we're creating a life form. Think about AI. It's we're trying to create something that thinks on its own. But if we're going to take the path of it's our job to create it's not our job but it's what we want to do if if it's our purpose that's not just our purpose we could argue that every life forms uh, purpose is to create it's to reproduce right so which which is why we're to kind of sharpen the focus again on the sex robots (laughs) i I, you like this angle well i I just want to more talk about um how we view sex in society right now how having that technology replace another person, having that power will change our mindset and to I'm, how I view you as a person or you all and what's your necessary, what's your, what's your, why are you here with me then? You I mean, know, when I can have everything to myself, entertainment, sex, whatever I want to get fixed off of. I yeah, think why do you need another person? I think it's because we haven't gotten to the point where a artificial intelligence is as, though you're talking to someone and when it gets to that point we may people may not want to go socialize with other people because they have an ai that'll act and complete everything they need i think of all that could happen or could not who knows i want to take a step back I, i don't think this is our destiny though i think this is one choice one path that we can walk down in my opinion it's a it's a horrifying path i i i truly believe that living in harmony with nature and with like the actual truth about because i think i think we're creating a new truth a new reality uh, aside from the actual truth and reality that we live in so to me that's kind of crazy i I think we're i think we're insane (laughs) i I honestly think as a species we are insane and yeah we are i don't don't like this path we're going down but i i can understand why I, i i can see it all and coming, making sex robots is, I think, a symptom of uh-huh. our uh-huh. desire yeah. for control and, and our and isolation. And it's not like, again, uh, for people listening that might be questioning it, this isn't this isn't something philosophical or, I mean, this has started, this isn't just, this isn't new, right? People have become addicted to porn since it's been yeah. created. I mean, the, the whole idea of these sex robots is just the next step. It's instead of watching, you can feel. And, and, and I agree. That's, that's actually a horrifying concept. More, it's, it's convenience. It yeah. is convenience because there's you don't have to compete anymore. Branching off from just sex, you know, there's I get food delivered to me. I can talk to someone across the world in an instant. All yeah. very convenient, and that's how we're bred to be. And you know, do we do we even have an ability to to fight against that anymore? I actually don't think that's. It's not the problem that we lost an ability to fight it because. If you look in nature to other species of animals too, right? The whole thing with survival is consume as much as you can with uh, expending the minimal amount of energy. And that that is our driving factor. And I would actually argue that's at least 50 or more percent of uh, what strives us. Right, because instead of instead of physically hunting things in the past, they created tools. So you're using less energy. And maybe that's kind of the that was the start of this rise to everything we've created yeah i I guess on a more positive note we do have a more 
<clears throat> like universal world I, I guess everyone can ex- can get love acceptance friendship it, uh, there was this kind of primitive reality of like i guess looking at a lot of monkeys the only one that will mate will be like the alpha male in the whole tribe essentially like the existence sucks for most a lot of in a lot of species like pretty much every animal except for the top 10 you have to fight to it be on the sucks. top yeah, yeah. we kind of are creating a, an, an overall like a place where every human in our in our we're i guess we're trying to make a thing where everyone can have a chance to have a good life and have fun and and i think that's a good thing that can come out of this maybe i don't know like the and sex robot can be a good option if you really are having a hard time you know being fulfilled but that's yeah. important to you but yeah it's there i do see the downside where you you have this sex robot so why are you gonna go out and right it, well, it just removes, stuff, the, in, but it removes the incentive that to me, might be driving us forward it's just it's not even that to me it's heartbreaking to me that to me these tools whatever you want to call them they're the escape from from reality and that's the drug yeah yeah mm-hmm. it's it's not it's not a solution it's a fix Oh, yeah. I mean, we've been trying to escape reality for a while now. Oh, I, no, I agree. So, uh, do I you agree. think that's where we're heading in the future is an escape from reality? So, the way I see it, we have a couple of paths to go down. And the, here's the crazy part. I think that we've already predicted it because humans are really good at self-fulfilling prophecies. For those of you who don't know what that means, it's that... Uh, essentially, long story short, you keep picturing something's going to happen and it happens because you did, you, you did everything you could to make it happen. And that's not necessarily a good thing. Like yeah, if there's if a robber in your backseat. Yeah. <laughs> right. Cause it's like you, you are afraid that, or either you're afraid it's going to happen or you just think it's going to happen. Right. You might want it to happen, but either way you kind of live in accordance with that idea. Yes. And there, and then like, reality shapes it itself slowly. Correct. Surely to create so this. for example, one thing that humans, especially nowadays fantasize about is the post apocalyptic world with the crazy five foot long mohawks, yeah. the weird leather and chains. Well, think about it. We romanticize it. Yeah. We romanticize it. We almost over. want it. We want that start over. That's what it feels like. Right? Yeah. So you, to me, that's actually a possibility. Maybe the reason for people that, almost crave it. Maybe the reason for that is look at the freedom you would have in a post-apocalypse. Thing. Yeah. yeah. And maybe that's what people do. free. They want that complete freedom. We well, want then, that pioneer like frontier. Yeah. And that actually, again. I think about that a lot because we have, we are born in an age where it's rough because our known, our, our known world has been explored, right? There's no new continent for us to find. There's no islands you can but go to. There's nothing we to were born before uh the new space. age of space travel that's true we can't go anywhere in space we, we're just we might be here. lucky enough in our lifetime to see the actual colonization of a planet but when that happens we're going to be too old so we as a generation have got stuck in and i don't i don't use this term um like looking down but we we as a generation have been stuck in a boring era it's kind of stagnant it's stagnant right. they're therefore they making a lot of things no more absurd. worlds to explore yes if we're bored because yeah, so. yeah we're mm-hmm. bored we're trying to change up the norm and that is where i think a lot of this comes from and that is actually why we end up romanticizing the end of the world because then something new happens for us could it also be that we've gone so far down a path that is a false path down. perhaps we, we feel yeah if, if it's if we all have this gnawing feeling somewhere deep inside of us that it's a false path or that we're it's too far gone. We, we can't correct the path. The only way to write this 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 journey would be to reset things, basically destroy yeah. everything and start again. I mean, if you think about it, everything you need to, if you want to fix something, you hard reset it. Yeah. Turn yeah. it on and yeah. off again. Right. Yeah. Maybe well, that's what people want with the society. In. And that, that could be the case. But that being said, that is only one route of the future that, that we kind of romanticize. Another one is intergalactic space travel. Um, you know, you think about Star Trek, you think about Star Wars. We love the concept of traveling planet to planet. Maybe that's where we want to go. Maybe that's our next step. But that's that whole pilgrimage. Yeah. Being a pioneer again. It's, yeah. it's that fantasy of starting. I think we still new. want that. Yes. So, so yeah, what, what do you all, as in the three of you in this room, and maybe you two listeners. Comment. What do you want Please. in the Smash future? Smash that like. Like, what is your 
self-fulfilling prophecy for oh, what's we, to come. If we could go and explore space right now, I'd totally sign up for that. I would not. But I think space is it's, relatively It's going to be so hard until we can travel space fast in a limited Space is terrifying, of time. you guys. I will never be caught going up this, to space. Like, what about interdimensional stuff? Because now I think people are getting more into this whole concept of the richness and vastness of what's going on just in the layers of possible dimensions that are all here or anywhere else because the third dimension is, is very desolate in terms of, like every place other than earth is empty that we know of correct but what yeah. if there are like very i don't know how that works exactly but different dimensions where there's a <laughs> that lot is, of it's, stuff it's interesting hard. That's it's a, really hard that people are exploring this is more now the, more the multi-dimensional stuff this stuff is so hard to understand, but but what you guys have to understand because it goes against the way we think. Yes, but this information is actually out there. Uh, the There's best way, the best there. way I heard this whole uh, dimensional stuff being explained is with shadows, and that's how I think of it. And even then, it's really tough. Like for example, a one dimensional, or I'm sorry, a two dimensional uh, thing. Like imagine a cartoon. Uh, they cast a shadow. The, ca- the the shadow that the two-dimensional casts is a one-dimensional shadow. And now we're in the third dimension. So if you hold your hand up to a light against the wall, you'll see your shadow, but your shadow is in 2D. Mm-hmm. So the fourth dimension would look something like whatever shadows they're casting is the third dimension. And that's the dimension we live in. Mm-hmm. So everything we see and experience is a it would appear as a shadow more or less to the fourth dimension and the fourth dimension does exist. This is real stuff. It's a distorted image. Yes. A distorted image. Yeah. Or it's just, yeah, it's like you're not getting all the information or you're getting the information in a different way. You're only getting the information you can see. Yeah. So we we can only sense things in this realm. Yes. Because we are part of the third dimension. So it makes sense that we can only experience things in the third dimension. That's kind of what I find interesting is maybe there's a way if we could really just traverse through dimensions to actually get a lot more like exploration than just going to Mars. That is so terrifying to me. (laughs) Like what if this room that we're in right now has like a a thousand different entities layered on top of each other in it in every. Yeah. Because it's, it's in another reality that we can't see. Yeah. So it's actually that, I like that theory because it kind of, if you think of it in terms of space travel, it's like a very empty, long travel times you're going from planet to planet terraforming and there's nothing there and then that that whole sci-fi reality to me is it's just a lot more interesting if we think of it in terms of dimensions you know what really bothers me about the whole sci-fi dimension things when 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 science fiction uh takes the concept of different dimensions what they do is like like uh just mainstream movies or whatever we've entered into another dimension but it's still the third dimension yeah. but with like gender swapped people <laughs> or green like guys yes <laughs> and that's <laughs> yeah like that's not how dimensions work <laughs> i mean but yeah. again that's movies you right can't, you can't but really I'm show saying, a fourth but dimension to what i'm trying to what i'm trying yes you can't like, and that's that's the problem is that these dimensions are tough understand on, which on, is why it scares even me. the third dimension gets tough if you look at it mathematically yeah you add, like yeah. a third subject, plane it just confuses our own dimension you. all the way like people go to like 60 different classes to just barely scratch the surface but as, as to how to dimension. get there to that point if we're so interested in and we can imagine it i think the only way is for us to kind of shed our corporeal bodies so just lose our bodies and then be inserted into a machine. Basically. <laughs> well, but that, there you can find an answer. That's a different answer. You know? Yeah. And well, we kind of got off on a little tangent here with dimensions, but what Brian's uh, bringing back, um, is that a possibility? Um, are we trying to shed our bodies and get into some kind of simulated reality that we created? Are we trying to I go so. into the matrix? See, I think of, so. But I think that that might be the wrong path to doing it. Cause I mean, maybe sometimes I wonder about just like the like Buddhas or like extremely, you know, like enlightened individuals who can essentially leave their body by meditating or by doing something that where they're no longer as stuck in their mind or in their body. To me, that's that type of liberation might be the pure way to do what we're trying to do with machines. Well, that and might that be might be pure way because it is natural because you don't need help when you, well, you need a different kind of help. Like, like what, what if you can travel, not, not what if you can fly through physical. dimensions in your own 
with your body like that's just i think that's a that's what we're not exploring with science like maybe there is a just a maybe that's not like what we're meant to do and we just forgot that's kind of what i'm thinking sometimes like these bodies might be more powerful than we realize and there's there is some stuff in kind of like well this is the one thing that has always blown my mind with this is um whether you are a spiritual or religious person or not not i i don't care whichever way you pick but Almost all of us, I would say 90% of humans think that consciousness is separate from the body. And this can't be proven because uh, science more or less can't explain consciousness. They don't know what generates it. Obviously, we know it has to do with the brain. We know the brain's important. But we don't know where the consciousness stems from. You can't, you can't just turn someone's consciousness off by flicking a switch, quote unquote. And maybe that's why like, we're so uh, interested in AI is because we're trying exactly. to, if we, you can build a consciousness, maybe that'll help you understand your own consciousness. Yep. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. But isn't that a little risky to try and create that before you understand it? Like but, imagine trying to create a nuclear reactor without fully understanding the consequences that come with it. But that's how are, terrifying. How are you going to yeah. know without trial and error? I'm sorry, but without, I mean, yeah, yeah but, there's but no advance. Some trials are just too risky. Risky, but it, I, I let me let me uh, rephrase that. Some errors are too risky for the trial, in my opinion. Think about how much damage we did making those nukes, like just testing. Yeah. We we ruined like so much land, and probably nobody really knew died. the full effect of nukes. That's what I'm saying. So why are we trying to build something that we don't understand yet? I, that's that's I mean, there's so much research in it. I think, human, but like, this is human just, nature. I don't, I don't understand how we've made it this far. I don't either. Guys. But we, I think it's because we try, we try everything wrong until we try the right thing. Like we, we just, stumble into the right answer more often and, and than we're not. Kind of, we're willing to sacrifice now, a lot. This actually leads up to one of my other theories that that mankind is gonna um, come across the Great Filter. Have you ever heard of that? Please so there is a theory out there why we have never seen intelligent life uh, off of earth is because of the great filter. So there are multiple steps you have to take as a civilization to achieve, you know, uh, seeding other planets with your, with your life. Right. But the great filter theory says that there's a point. So let's talk about like their steps, right? Like steps going up to the next story. Your first step is you have to be able to manipulate your environment. So you have to have thumbs, tentacles, whatever you can imagine, right? And then the next step is you have to invent tools. The next step is you create a society. The next step is you create nuclear power. But around there is when this barrier or this filter pops up. And the filter, what the filter is, is no species can go through that step because they will destroy themselves before actually achieving the next step. So for example, we will never achieve going planet to planet because we will destroy ourselves through some sort of either. It could be a nuclear devastation. It could be global warming. It could be, it could be anything. You could, you could even say that like your, ev- your DNA, the ev- like the evolution in your DNA is protecting the civilization from going there. Like the filter is programmed into you, the human so that you don't destroy yourself. Well, yes. And no, the filter is actually the filter in theory makes your species go extinct because you did something so wrong that you destroyed your planet. Oh, so, so in terms of like, like for example, you could argue our great filter is that it's 2027 and there are 121 countries. You see what I'm saying? We're not unified. That could be part of the filter. There's still conflict. Uh, We are using, uh, I'm sorry, Greg, what was it? You said, uh, we need infinite infinite supplies for infinite growth or something last week. Oh, that our market is based on a closed system. Yes. So our economy is on. So it, it's based on uh, you're successful if there's growth, but you can't have unlimited growth in a closed but we, system. But we, yeah. yes, but we base it's it insane. off of infinite growth, which is so we currently are. That could be part of the great filter. It's yeah. just that we're going to destroy ourselves before we get to the point in our history where we can actually uh, seed other planets is that destruction represented by us being extinct or us losing our humanity it could be both right couldn't it also just be a great like a fall from where we are uh, any any type of reset 
would work, right? Correct. So, yeah. Well, yeah, the filter is used as a reset, essentially. Stone Age but or... I think yes. what the filter mostly what does is why there's not other advanced life forms. And that's only one theory. So it, it, but that, that one yeah, kind of speaks I mean, the loudest that. Is that to theory me. basically saying like we can't see what's out there? Too, or is it kind of just like not not just saying not like, that there theory could be in particular? Tons of it's just civilizations out there. They just died out. Before they, they keep destroying escape. themselves. Yeah. It's like is the, we've the moral. destroyed ourselves so many times and have not. But so that's maybe our, we haven't reached that's our the great fight. filter point. Maybe that's we, maybe we've right. nine feeling. Yes, that is the fight. And now this is what's interesting. Maybe the great the great filter theory only exists because that's our problem. Maybe it's our explanation right. it, for Because if there was a hive mind out there that was intelligent, this wouldn't be a problem. You see what I'm saying? Right. So maybe that's, to me, that's why that theory exists. But we are specifically talking about uh, mankind's future. And again, self-fulfilling prophecy. Are we building this filter so we can't go through it? I, I You can look at it as some people might say, I ha- I just, I'm self-destructive, you know, yeah. I, for some reason. I, I just make myself not do what I want to do. And perhaps that's like a statement that you could give to everyone. Well, that's and you can right just maybe, that. maybe two weeks ago, you just saw um, Idris Elba. He had some interview with, I believe it was Ellen. Don't quote me on that. But when they were talking about everything going on in the world right now, he said pretty much, oh, humans are a virus to the planet. And this is the planet responding. He actually said that. So if that's how we view ourselves, Maybe we're constructing the filter to cleanse ourselves. See what I'm saying? That's scary. If we hate ourselves that much, then we're going to stop ourselves. So so that that brings me but to... I think that that is also bullshit. Still going it to, could be. to the future of I man. Agree. Who Who is telling you this quote-unquote truth? How much, does, how much power will the media have in the future when we just want something so convenient? We want a quick fix. We want everything just so easy to us and then we just sit there and then just listen to the technology i mean we basically. could end up like a civilization like wally where you just sit there and watch well screen. we could also you but, could argue we're in a civilization already that fahrenheit 451 kind of predicted now yeah. in in that book it was illegal to read books but we live in a society where people don't read anymore it they don't want to it doesn't even, i mean we read it i think we read illegal. we just read in a different way because the internet gives us snippets we read a i lot think we less, don't though, dude. that's fair we don't have we read but we don't read the same material ah, that's that's but something we, we very want realistic. fast our attention spans are dwindling. yes yes yeah that's yes sure. that's yeah. fair reading, we want to read like five words and then a 30 second clip just to watch it. We can't even watch something more than five minutes. I mean, so, reading yeah. a book takes days. So be a devil's advocate on that. Don't you want information like without the details, just boom. I, I do. And then you get I it. Do. But the, I but mean, the, but the it's problem because is, though, I think it's... Then, at that point, the information is it's already been sifted out and controlled. So you're not getting the real information. You're getting the information that someone else decided you could have. That's the problem I have with that. And how do you decide for yourself? The, the, I th- I'd uh, say all information saying, uh, is what someone decided that's, that's for That's true, you. but the book has a lot more... A full book has much more richness to, and de- and just there's more there that you can extract. Whereas if someone else boiled it down for you and then said, well, this is what's important. Well, but in a book, that, there's also stuff you don't need because they have well, to reach okay. a Actually, page requirement. I disagree. Certain I books disagree. have to be a certain page requirement. The beauty of reading the full book by yourself is that different people focus on different aspects of the book. So that's why I actually English classes. I feel bad for a lot of people that fail English because the, the, the problem is we all perceive things. Different things are important to different people. But if I've taken this refined media clip, which I'm not going to say that I'm not guilty. I am guilty of that. But if I take the refined media clip, they've already told me how I should feel about it. But if I just take the book, I can learn different i can take a different stance than other people because i read the whole thing instead of the snippets that they're like oh well did you see where lenny uh where lenny killed the killed the cat or whatever you know before we get into so just the counterpoint that that book is still written by one author so it still has one point of view now yes you're reading different snippets but you're reading you can view multiple different opinions on that one topic because you're getting a lot more condensed information I, I from wanna, different sources. I add so something therefore, would it be that bad to tell you? I mean, I think both either way can be bad. Right. How real this wrong. is? There's listen, th- this this is very real. <laughs> what Greg G Money is saying. 
So a little anecdote of what I like to do, uh, maybe like a couple months ago, I would go on YouTube and then it would just force feed me Simpson episodes at 10 minutes. Totally legal. <laughs> I love it. And I'm just like, oh, I can watch a whole episode of that without getting all the bullshit. So that was a big thing. Now a company is out there calling themselves Quippets or something. They're like, you can watch your episodes in 10 minutes. Just skip all the boring stuff. <laughs> so that's very real. Like that's a new oh, yeah. thing. We want that information so now. condensed. Now. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, we yeah we're watching shows. But is that a bad too. thing? Like, are you? I mean, out I on think whole thing. I think Maybe we're mo- we we Maybe get more information now than ever. So if we want it, we why we want it fast is because time is valuable, and if you get it fast, you can learn. Oh, more. okay. So now we just touch on something. I I was waiting for someone to say it, and I'm really glad you might brought it up. We want more time. We want more time. Maybe this is because we have we as humanity, not not anecdotal, not just specific people because people are really good at wasting time but maybe we finally realize as a species how important time really is we do not have a lot of it so i only need that 10 minutes i don't need the whole 22 minute episode see what i'm saying I think it's like we still want to watch tv or whatever for four hours but i yeah. need the best parts but yeah you want to be able to take in a lot more information <laughs> like the I'm nights still in are long when you're right trying now. to survive i'm still <laughs> in classes, thriving like- is when go, it goes go, go, go. Really time, 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 time flies when. Well, so, so maybe the reason time is a scarcity now is because we are not surviving as much. And so we're like, our, our solution is to just kill all the time. But now we're, we are realizing that that's not good because then well, you don't do anything. Especially now in this, with everything going on in the stay at home stuff, now it feels like you have more time than ever, doesn't it? Yeah. A, yeah. a lot of people are just complaining about being bored and having nothing to do i, I personally I would it. feel I'm, blessed i'm doing yeah. so much with this time and it's awesome and even if you're just relaxing you know so we don't relax anymore so just taking this time to relax is healthy yeah. it is healthy isn't that kind of weird a lot of people are saying like i can't wait to go back to work like blah blah blah. i mean i understand i i really need to go back to work and make money again but and, and honestly i don't wish i was giving all my time to someone else who laid me off this by the way the second something got a little rough so like right. they're not loyal to me at all i don't want to spend all my time working for them but i do it cuz i need to i don't i think we're almost this is kind of scary because i think a lot of people's minds are getting warped to the point where they think that like they feel like it's their purpose to do that but so, that's just, it's it's a waste of time it, it is right. you need to do it to make money but you need to understand that you can do other stuff with your time too so here's what i think about that so you're being isolated right now right you're not going to work where do you get most of your social interaction is work if you're not in school it's that's a good point. for most people also, work people is it work and is people friends and everything people need yeah. social interaction that's why solitary confinement is considered so bad it's by cruel some. it is cruel because you have to have that social yeah, that interaction would be the worst. if you're not going to work like that's kind of why i miss work i always miss talking to like the co-workers well, and shit well and see too. to loop this yeah. back to the very beginning that's why i'm afraid of the whole isolation i can just have a robot instead of a partner you see what i'm saying he, so we consider some of society considers uh wow i'm at a loss of the word uh solitary confinement to be cruel but then people will voluntarily do it to themselves some people want it so yeah i mean some people it is what they want but so, so the thing what i was talking about robots is you're artificially making that social interaction so you're not That's technically why you don't alone need social interaction but, i see but you're, my, you're still fulfilling it but it's just artificial so, so my problem that's is, why it's dangerous here's my issue is it long term so the robot the question is will that robot or that ai provide actual constructive criticism comfort, comfort but what will they actually challenge you to be a better like a human mm. another human being is not going to let you be an asshole basically right like they will raise you up and hold you to a higher standard they're not going to put up with your shit but if a robot will you're going to be alone validated completely comfortable and and you might just deteriorate into such a jerk you don't care about people anymore. You don't even know how to act around them. And if everyone in society does that, then we we pretty much fall from, even if we think it's a little rough now, we, we would fall into a situation where we, we're not even connected at all. So everyone, that might be a positive. That might be where I, robots fail is because people get like, I need that conflict and then they'll go yeah, out and socialize. Like you need to be held accountable if the AI is not holding what you about So AI could just fail because of that. What so about we the could not have AI because that's trying to survive that with that product that's pushing you that's pushing this thing saying like this is this is the answer to your solution 
like this is this is bad get it 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 this is what's going on like how much are are you how much freedom are you relinquishing there i also want to kind of talk to that great filter the civilization coming up together and with tate's point too as well without having the interaction to hold you to a higher standard there's less self-governing there's less right. self-fulfillment and and correct ways of working together as simply as i can possibly put it so that is a big detriment i think for for when the the, the sex robot is now a product <laughs> and the sex robot is you need this and that, that's that's what you are get it get it get it get it and now someone else is controlling your thoughts and that's social dynamic yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, mm-hmm. that brought up another thing too uh, you you mentioned how if we were a hive mind it would be really simple we could just get yeah, on the same page because yeah. you're following the direction of one order it's not because you could argue that humanity has taken so long because there's the rise there's the rise of Rome the fall of Rome yeah. there's the rise of you know a great we, civilization we that fall, falls because it's constant yeah frag, fragmented so so my point is this kind of we already the more we interface with each other the more we actually are a hive mind but if we isolate ourselves we'll become even more fragmented if, if everyone's alone in their house with their AI we are not we are so far from a hive mind at that oh, point yeah. that we would never be able to organize ourselves to improve anything how would we even actually progress from that point would if, that, would if that i could stop? play I mean, the I devil's think- advocate though is it bad because so what you're saying but maybe and, group, group think is bad too. yeah because well what you're saying is um if everyone becomes fractured like that essentially they'll all have their own thoughts is is that a bad thing Maybe not. Maybe that's actually the key to our pro- progress. Who, who knows? Maybe the, the isolation would help us form f- complete ideas, eliminate groupthink, and we are all actually more, you know, independent and have better I mean, fully formed ideas on our own. Who knows? I mean, I don't know. AI could be like our saving grace where it, it does all the work. So we have time to f- paint learn yeah. music we could Good we have point. time to do arts because like, things are doing stuff for us we talked about like, robots but it might create a new renaissance we could have a yeah. renaissance mm-hmm. where we just sit around and do what you enjoy to do because we have robots doing it and we might right. i mean that could be our so future it could be do worse think, it's hard to think of the future do you think that our future is inevitably tied with ai I would say yes because we're yeah. focusing so hard on I, it now. i argue yes computers run our life already you know maybe the consciousness is what we're trying to figure out maybe and then ai is a way for us to kind of see that because we 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 create how something can think and if we are trying to become gods we want something that serves us right and that's what ai Um, would do i actually i do believe that ai is inevitably tied so here's the thing that kills me about ai you have these geniuses uh elon musk you know you name them and they sit here and they talk about okay guys ai is incredibly dangerous and then they go and research it further does that not make anyone else mad they're sitting here because to me one of two things is going on because they're warning humanity that ai has the chance oh man i cannot think of the term but there's a point when ai will become smarter singularity singularity and they're constantly warning us about it and then they're pushing the bill to it. You see what I'm saying? How does that not infuriate people? It makes me so mad yeah. because what they're saying to me is either one, hey, this is dangerous. We shouldn't do it. And then they're they're pulling the horns of the bull. Or it's two, hey, guys, we shouldn't do this. Well, okay, just kidding. You guys shouldn't do it. We're going to do it. So you buy it from us. That's pretty much what's happening. I don't know if that's what I. To me, I think it might just be the fact that since we're here, someone's going to do it anyways. So they think I might as well try to make it not as scary. But that's terrifying. The thing, like that one instant where if we had a bunch of AIs in our network and they all decide to stand up and take us out, they could do it. That is scary. And I mean, all it would take is like. You know, we're already almost there. If like the AIs decide to just switch all the lights to green and and <laughs> yeah. lock all the doors and just shut down manufacturing, if if all the stuff's automated, it's like boom, that singularity makes one decision, we're done. Yep. So or it's all at war, basically. At that so point. you brought up like how we have self fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. Well, have for example, noticed, Terminator. We're just talking you, about yeah, AI. We dream no- about this stuff. Have you noticed 
like in the 60s our vision of the future was so optimistic and that's like i mean look at the old old star trek it was like utopian we're exploring right. the universe we're bringing like a perfect society and now if you look at the star trek now it's more like grim like our technology might kill us so we we might we're we look at a lot of stuff with a negative light who knows maybe ai might look at us and be like hey we can make your lives better well it depends on how it gets programmed depends yeah but if it's starting to self-program what if it ends up being more optimistic for us yeah if, that's true i mean we is have, it inevitable we for have, life to create more life in a different way i mean as aside from reproduction from what we've seen life i think that's how life we we picture life as it reproduces so if it's a pattern so to speak and cyclical what does that say about humanity's creation how dangerous are we actually i would argue that we're the most else. dangerous species that's ever existed think about so that's if, what yeah. you're asking if, imagine if you were something that we can't even imagine and you tried to create consciousness and then this us humanity is what you created that's pretty much as scary as the scariest yeah. ai we could possibly make are we not that are we not powerful it's terrifying. I'm pretty sure humanity is extremely powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I would not argue. Uh, yeah. We, we are powerful. Now, again, that being said, we're powerful to the context of life that we know. What else is there? If there was to, to the fourth dimension, we were a shadow. doesn't matter how strong that shadow is. You're just a shadow. Yeah. Like what if, I mean, to the fourth dimension, it might be kind of like the feeling of a ghost or something creepy in our dimension. Yeah. Where, we, we did talk about this a little bit, whereas, I don't know, you get spooked out a little bit, but it can't do anything to you. It's it's irrelevant at, at the end of the day. Right. If it's That's even true. real. You don't even know if it's real. But yeah. Do you think we're ever going to achieve the point of immortality? Because we seem to be chasing after yeah, that. It's a possibility. I think immortality means permanent death for us as we know it to, <laughs> yeah saying, to achieve yeah. immortality is we have to die human anymore <laughs> we have to oh. die to become immortal you put yeah. your consciousness into a, a disc and then put that in a machine like, well it's true though right because the whole meaning of life is subjective for one but uh your meaning of life to you is i want to get this done before before my time is up so to to remove before my time is up you do have to kill a part of the human spirit and is that a rule yeah. placed by something else? Like, hey, I actually, I think that's a self-imposed. Well, okay. Just, wow, just, now that I, I started mean, thinking about that, I don't like that, Brian. <laughs> that's that's a deep thought. <laughs> so you're you're asking me and the listeners and Tate and Greg. I'm just trying to evade it because I don't like this question, Brian. <laughs> you're asking us if that was kind of manufactured into us. Well, we, didn't we talk about this a little bit with the whole like? There was some weird ancient Old Testament stuff about how basically like humans, they and a lot of people say it was a typo or something, but they're talked about to have like 800 year lifespans in the time of those uh, those uh, like original guys. And, right. And then, then it was altered. There was a great flood. And then there was even something where... Well, because if I say, remember like, right... Humans should live 120 years. Yes. Because Noah lived a really long time, yeah. according to the Bible. Yeah, it was like 600. So yeah. but according to that, there is a... There is an, a deliberate limit on the human life and that, that it was put there for a reason but that's interesting if you were creating an ai you would put constraints like that on its power yeah. oh that's what i'm trying to say <laughs> we are powerful you guys i don't i don't like this conversation so much anymore this is getting a little too real but you, you wouldn't make an ai without putting without programming in its limits that's true i don't like but that think about, oh. think about how we as a species overcome it how important are you in the grand scheme of things you're yourself like you're just dust in the wind you're but a piece of the puzzle but ideas monuments art technology things that people dedicate their whole lives for inspires that fire for the next generation so, so you know that has cyclical me thinking. yeah even if i die well, someone else can carry the torch on yeah and then the thing is they don't have to do your entire research mm -hmm. they just okay uh what's the what's good old pythagorean theorem a squared plus b squared equals c squared we don't have to figure that out we know it so we already we're up one step and now we can build the next step yeah, no one ever has so to figure that out again are we no. breaking is is the reason that that humans are increasing um 
you know, at a rate never seen before in history, you could argue, is because we've broken that code. We've broken that set of rules that you can only you only live your one life because we're technically we're already mild, like we've with the technology and internet and you've already lived a thousand lives because by by knowing a squared plus b squared equals c squared you've already lived a hundred lifetimes of people trying to figure that out so did we break the code and that's why we are now spiraling upwards in this world of technology i would say so i like how you put that um yeah. We found the cheat code. Or if you think of us as a singular species, or as kind of as one entity, it is kind of like you build on the lives of everyone who lived before you. So you're not really starting a new life as much as you're continuing a life. And that we're all that's living. an interesting way to look at the collective unconscious. And that's how what we're passing on to the computers is we base every yeah, program is just based started on in another. the year 2000 because they know yeah. everything. And how we, how we want AI is we want AI to learn from... What it's that's what people are trying to do is they're trying to make it learn from its mistakes so it's constantly learning. Maybe so maybe it to, writes its own code. <laughs> maybe to space right. to travel in space, you can't be dependent on water and food. You just need machine and energy to go on. I mean that's that could true. be the case. <laughs> we could put ourselves in machine bodies and then go out in just space. Being realistic with how far apart those planets are from each other, if we're actually thinking of space travel as a viable thing you you can't take a human fleshy body out there it's gonna what take if that's a, the future of space thousands of years conduits to to in a machine solar system and you download your consciousness in a program that can go out and set a task Ooh. who still has the memories of creating life in the first place and what if that already happened Ooh. and that's how they populated earth yeah that's interesting is too. some other planet grew up just like us went out populate earth we're gonna grow up just like that planet go out populate a new planet that's some scary it just stuff. happens all yeah, and it's just a cycle like, you, yeah. you you raise the question as like is immortality just equivalent to infinite death and then that's that is kind of scary if you if you i, I didn't that, like that you comparison put <laughs> you put if you put your mind in a spaceship and just go everyone you leave behind they die your your life has ended to me right kind of i mean you're gone <laughs> at least to the rest of the world you're gone Yeah, to the rest of the world yeah. you're you're gone you're dead and, and then to you what is your reality even anymore at that point there's no way to know which you can't even share facing, it which is what we're facing now the yeah technology is just that mirror that shows us how connected yet unimportant and we, we, we also need to stop like we can't underestimate how advanced our brain is. I mean, the human brain is something that I find really interesting. Um, like I, I was, some people that talk about this, Mark Passio talks about it in his podcast a little bit. I think that, that um, there's a few other ones that talk about it, but basically it's, it's really interesting how the human brain works because it's kind of like three layers on top of each other. There's like the reptile brain, which is kind of just like, fight or flight survival stuff then you have kind of the mammal brain which has all the emotions you know like a dog feels emotions a horse feels emotions then, right but the human brain that's unique is that cortex that's laid over the top of all that that left and right hemisphere cerebral cortex it works with speech the thought crown. patterns thought patterns, yeah. creativity the all crown. of it but that's so advanced i mean i don't the problem with putting your consciousness into another machine is how far are we from making a machine that would be able to do what the human brain does? I mean, it's so fast that electrical response is, is crazy. If you, it would be like a, an amazing supercomputer. I think we downplay how far machines have come. Yeah, I think we're getting there. I think That's we downplay true. it to calm people down. <laughs> it's actually scary because I mean, we've seen we've seen just glimpses into what they can actually do. Like uh, when that one computer played on Jeopardy and won, or when uh, there was some, it's not chess, but it's like chess. There was some game a computer was playing against the world champion and it beat him four out of five times. Now that we're on this subject, a quick shout out to 2001, the space odyssey we're kind of <laughs> on the sci-fi train. If you get some time to watch that movie, I strongly recommend. I've never seen it all. The oh way. my I need gosh. To watch that. Is that a masterpiece? But I love, I love sci-fi kind of on a tangent just cause it kind of brings to light what, what can happen in the future. Yeah. I, we, we really don't know. We don't know. We don't know where we're going. Honestly, I I have an idea. Let's each go around and say what we think the future 
Okay, well, I'm, I'm alright like, with this. Yeah, that like sounds our, good. Each our own full yeah, picture. like what we think. What you envision? Our future. Is our, yeah, be your like, vision for the future. And here's, I'll start. So I think the future is. So what my vision of the future is by the quote, your your future is limited by your imagination. So like it's someone in the dark ages they couldn't understand half of the technology they could never even imagine our society there so how could they invent it so i think our future is going to be something totally different from what we see now because i think somewhere along the way we're going to come up with an invention and it's going to change life as we know it we've already seen it happen with electricity so we could have an alternative form of power we could have something that's going to change there's going to be an invention that's going to change our lives so our future, we will not even recognize it if we were to jump in the future. And that's what I think our future is. If we're living in machines, I mean, you can imagine it, but I think if we did transfer our consciousness to machines, we would still not even recognize like what it was. We'd, it's like if it a would fish take us in water. <laughs> <laughs> it would take us a while to understand. So I think and I think we have an a negative view of our future. And if we have a negative view, it's gonna have a a negative impact and like we used to have a positive view like i mean look at like the 60s movies how utopian societies and now we all have what's the opposite of utopia dystopian like look at all our movies they're all dystopian societies so i think if we start looking for positive changes then we can improve our future but if we keep looking negative eventually something bad's gonna happen Right. It comes back to the self-fulfilling prophecy. You have to have the right outlook on life. Uh, with that, I'll jump over to mine. Um, my view of the future, I honestly, I still see it as a grim future. And the only reason that I still see that is because I think that at this point in uh, humanity, inspiring change is almost near impossible. We've all become so complacent in our lives that even if there's some sort of insurrection, the majority of us will not get on board. And that's scary because we are headed down a dark path. And I'm not even talking the terms of global warming, which is most likely going to come to fruition. I, I don't know yet. I don't know if anyone can know yet. But what I mean is this is a dark future because the rich will continue to get rich and we are going to continue to buy the product that they're selling us because it makes our life easier and that is why our lives feel so stagnant is because we've been doing the same thing and i think that they have created a mold that we cannot break because we don't have that passion to anymore so the future i foresee is that the ai is going to become a thing. Um, we will in, we will achieve sorts of immortality if that's what you want to call it, but it's not going to be for everyone. It's only going to be for the 1%, and the rest of us are going to continue like our ancestors to have a life where we serve other people, and it's really sad. Maybe we can't change that. I do like to have a positive outlook, but just, just looking at it, that's where we're headed. Um, and the reason to me why we've went from utopian to dystopian is because in the 60s, we didn't realize the damage we were doing to the planet, which is why it was so happy-go-lucky. But now things are changing. So maybe that's why it changed to dystopian. I don't know. But to me, we have a rough, a rough future ahead. But there are always, uh, there are always chances in history that things could change. language gets deconstructed first so we no longer speak memes we uh, use hieroglyphs emojis yeah there is a failed mission to mars because we try to colonize that first so there will be space travel that's that's just in your backyard that's nothing i'm talking about going farther beyond that there's a civil war between planets probably or 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 <laughs> oh you're looking big picture <laughs> or or mars is just a failed elon musk experiment because the tesla truck uh needs gasoline in the end <laughs> <laughs> anyways we try to go to mars it's a big thing we no longer speak languages we're getting closer and closer to unifying ourselves with technology we figure out if we need to go farther we need to live longer we're going to put ourselves into machines we forget about humanity it's an ancient remnant and then we go to the far reaches of the galaxy and it just starts over again 
Well, all right. <laughs> uh, grim. Uh, on the bright side, you made mine less grim, so thanks, man. <laughs> That's really nice. And now I'm glad I get to go last because I think that there's a lot of possible truth to all these things that we've that you guys have shared. So from what G Money was saying, I find that really interesting uh, because I think there's a lot of truth to that. I think all of the past civilizations had fears that never actually really came to be. Instead, other bad things happened and other solutions were provided. So so the future is always going to be something we have no idea. I, I do f- completely agree. We, we, don't, we can't picture it. I don't think it's anything that's in our mind's eye. I think the future is going to be something completely different. I, I'm willing to agree with Greg and Tate on that. It's you can't predict it. It's fun to talk about, but oh no, nobody really knows unless someone know. knows. Uh, smash yeah. that like and tell us. Cause I don't I'm know, curious. so I can't smash that like. Then, but but, we're, <laughs> but we're if you do, about, go ahead. Right, but we're talking about. It depends on how far a distant future. I think the near future is very grim yeah I, I honestly see a complete collapse and a fall similar to like the great flood i in, think i think there's going to be multiple cycles of that before we achieve any kind of total destruction extinction or actual like enlightenment or progress <laughs> real, qu- real quick real that's quick. really what i think real quick. i think so we're going to be here for a while i think to we'll be, see revolutions about it that we don't know uh, again though i don't oh, yeah. are we're we going to see revolutions? revolutions we we are we are did the did the czars of russia see that they were going to be there, what kind of what kind of revolution are you talking oh, like an no, industrial just, no one so, talks about sociology the because i just we're, we're stuck we in a mold that we can't break no one talked the mold the only way to but yet people argue about it, it, it all would, the time. we argue so, but there's no action being done listen, is what yet, i'm trying to it just takes one person that's fair and i don't think we've seen that person like look Look at all the biggest people in history are always people who lead revolutions. I just don't think we've had anyone yet to I, lead I, us to revolution. I think you're both so someone right. could be born right now who will lead us in. So in order, to, I mean, I don't know. We could just be fucked. But in order to break, <laughs> so in order to break that mold that Nolan describes and that that G-Money's talking about a revolution breaking it, it would require an entire paradigm shift. We would have to decide we don't want to be comfortable. You all have to be that person, and every yes. single person would have to decide we're not going to keep buying the same shit. And, and enjoying this passive and, and that's what i'm anyway. and i should i should explain my whole kind of glass half empty view i am talking about the immediate future it is going it's to be, gonna be bad. it's going to be a rough 20 couple years let me talk about up, something that's good it's, though it's always going to get rougher before it gets better right, right. Yep. that's just what we've seen in history audience yeah, absolutely. audience check this out <laughs> five seven years in the future okay 3d printers you know it you love it it's in their household like a stupid paper printer hold on though um it prints out food subscriptions to fast food now yeah. it's just printed yeah. in your home. Ten dollars a month, McDonald's, a button. You just can replace your food cartridge in there. <laughs> It'll whip that bad boy up for you, no problem. Um, if you want to invest in my startup, um, <laughs> I mean, well, that would not be a bad thing if everyone could just create food at their house. You but again, that's not everyone, though. I, I don't, I don't want, I, mean, I don't want them to cook that yeah. way. I want them to print yeah. a McDonald's. Burger. I mean, it all comes. You have right. to change a lot of things for that to work. So, but no one talks about the haves and the have-nots. Basically, you know, the right. elite, the, and there, there is a technological elite right now. Yeah. If you don't, and th- there's like so much of the world is completely and honestly enslaved. Right what now tends to happen is the top of the technology world they get access to these amazing things, and it slowly, and I mean slowly, trickles down to us. Really. So slow. we eventually see it. But by the time it's it just, it kind of, it just, to me, it sucks because these amazing things that mankind have invented, it just, we don't get to see them until the, the yeah. rich have played with them. That's uh, true. Maybe, sorry, I don't want to like say I have an answer here, but I think maybe the only way we will achieve like the progress that we want is for everyone to get there. You can't have people at the bottom struggling. To You're survive. only as strong as your weakest let me, link. Let me, You're let me not going to make something. it to Mars while half your half of your population is struggling in the dirt. Let, let me true. say something to that, Nolan. You're saying they get the tools first, but the only separation between us and them, and I really don't like using terms like that right. to separate ourselves, is an idea and the ability to make that concept. As we were kind of discussing earlier, we can Google everything we need to build something. I'm saying that we are capable enough. But can you afford everything to build the resources. it? Resources. There's a question. I, I see what you're saying. Technology takes expensive and, and, and resources. It's expensive to make tech. Right. But, and don't take this the wrong way. I'm not saying these people are malicious, and I'm not saying they're up there laughing at the people in the dirt. That's not what I mean. 
but what i mean is they have the time which we don't have and they have the resources which we also don't have and they also have the education which the majority of us do not have because we don't have the time or money for that education so all i'm saying is there's a hierarchy of technology they have the network they have the the mentors the other people helping them i mean right and then they have their whole board of you know board of scientists or board of advisors and they just they're they have a lot of power and i'm not saying it's a bad thing that they're developing this and i'm just observing that we on the lower level of the economy we don't see these these new items until much later than that these people have been using them you know and maybe in a poetic death if someone is to get to that other echelon you play the game a little bit more and you but that's a that's not a good game because that, that's, that's what I mean. I think you sacrifice uh, humanity to play that game. That's exactly I really what do. I'm saying. Right. We, what we're describing is an institution. It's no longer a person and an idea. It's it's all this. It's a team. You have to go cold blooded. You have to go cutthroat. And to me, you're losing one of the key pieces of being a human when you when you go that route. And I don't. I'm not. I'm not trying to disrespect people that go that way. Go for it. But to me, I that's that's a tough calculated step to take mm-hmm. that's true yeah. i mean maybe we'll see an age of technology where you don't have to have that because technology has advanced so far that it just yeah and i would love it. to see that i mean isn't is and energy, i think is that's the benefit the main, of technology like, yeah i was just gonna say energy is like the main scarce scarcity resource in fact the whole scarcity mindset i mean we we have a scarcity mentality but who's to say that there is even a scarcity of resources maybe there's an abundance of resources and we're just not using the right ones that's what i'm trying to say yeah like they're controlled though because people who control the the flow of resources which is like chiquita bananas think about like one company owning all the bananas and running entire countries just for bananas right blow that up to every other industry it is the resources are controlled the scarcity may or may not be completely manufactured so what what will that look like in the future so what i'm saying is what if we have technology like say we have find unlimited research yeah we have unlimited energy for something like fusion or something the ground or fission nikola tesla described like just using energy from the earth. well you so, can use geothermal so you can use solar you yeah. can use wind but here's the problem with those technology made. they also want money right they I want should've... your money which is what unfortunately ends up hindering them which is why we still stick to fossil because fossil fuels is still cheaper yeah i mean we may see a point where technology eliminates the need for money because everyone's taken care of by right. technology I, who knows that's like but who's manufacturing the machines to take care of people i think money will money will always be in our future there will will. there will always be some form of currency of currency but who knows i like i said limited by imagination it's hard to predict because that's fair because you what if machines decided to take over and we're like we're going to do the work for you you just do whatever you want yeah, and that's what AI machines want awesome. to do right but here's the thing about that though because so these machines take over but who's going to repair the machines the we machines still can to. repair the machines maybe what if they build them if you get to a point where the machines can repair themselves that's the new factory job yeah. for, oh well, and that's I mean, again that's actually sure. happening right now i'm not saying like it's happening right now this is all like who knows what's gonna happen bro. right right but if you like I like it optimistically what if machines were like hey look we'll do everything we can fix ourselves Go paint. And because <laughs> yeah. we programmed them, maybe they think of us as like... You know, the sad we, part about that, what we Greg, want. is when you said go paint, I pictured like having to go paint a house or something instead of... Like, that's still the mindset I'm stuck <laughs> in. Like, oh man, I have to go do a chore. Yeah, go <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, our generation sadly is stuck in the way it is. I'm. It's going to be future generations who see this. Sadly, we'll never see... We're stuck in like... It's this. kind of a slave mentality. I mean, I don't yeah. want to be too radical here, but... We're, we accepted this fate completely. Wage slaves. But maybe that's <laughs> not what it has to be. I don't... It doesn't have yeah. to be, but it is... It'll take a... It takes a long time for change, and that's the it sad does. reality. We're probably not going to well, see and you actually, generations. You know, kind of the cool thing about it taking generations, though, is it actually shows how unbreakable the human spirit is. Yeah. It can get really bad, but we're still humans at the end of the we, day. We keep We going. will not lose that part of ourselves. Yeah. 
I humans like will keep going through the darkest or weirdest times because like we we go forward we go forward isn't that the abuse though <laughs> going back to the beginning it is sex robots <laughs> <laughs> isn't that what a company would or if i were to sell that i would need you to think a certain way i need you to lose a part of yourself and let this machine that i control that i have the technology that i had the resources and education to make because I want to be in power. But, and how much how much can the future be manipulated is maybe what I'm saying. that's the beauty of human nature. Even though we know we're going to be abused for being who we are, we choose to still be us. It feels better to be yourself and be and face the consequences. Let someone abuse me. I know my morals and I'm sticking by them. There's some real honor to that. Not to the people uh, manipulating, obviously. Yeah. But to the human spirit itself. And I can tell you Personally, I think it's the human spirit that's carried us this far, and it will continue to carry us further. I agree. And I, I like that we each said what our view of the future is. We're about out of time. Uh, yeah, that was a fun episode. Um, some some things that you guys said actually made my skin crawl, so I hate you nice. for that. <laughs> I mean, negative or uh, positive views of the future, still smash that like button. If, and, uh, we'll like we'll make it up. simple. If you think that there's a uh, positive outlook uh, on the future ahead hit the like button and if you think that there's a negative <laughs> future hit that like button I can change. <laughs> how about that how about if it's negative comment Ooh. if it's positive like and comment yeah Ooh. if you, li- if we you like think it's positive, positive be submissive go. and keep your mouth shut just hit the like button you but know if what? you think it's negative <laughs> um, share your idea and go yeah. to our Facebook share your point of views we'd love to hear from you and uh, like and share and uh, thank you for listening honestly this has been everything but the kitchen sink bye bye all right see you guys <laughs> <laughs>